If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. Hello and welcome to Like-Minded Friends with me, Susie Ruffle. Me, Tom Allen. Now, firstly, I want to say sorry to everybody. Well, two things I want to say at the top. I'm wearing some autumnal socks today. Uh, They're a mustard. And uh, I think it suits the change of the seasons, but I am aware that it's still a very warm day. What do you think about that, Susie? We're sat in the park. I've really liked your mustard sock I thought it was great I noticed it immediately and I thought do you know what Tom's made a decision today and I like it well Susie I appreciate that the second thing I was going to say is sorry that we did not have an episode out last week I'm so sorry what sort of a friend stands a friend up well this one (laughs) I um, (laughs) I you got very busy with work I got very busy with work and we tried to squeeze it in twice it just didn't happen indeed and um and I, yes, absolutely that. Um, and uh, so I'm sorry, everybody, but we're back here now. We're back here and we are in a park in Cockfosters. Yes, which, of course, we love to come to. <laughs> which, of course, is, is the normal place that we are. What, one of the things we brought up earlier when we arrived here in Cockfosters was why is it called Cockfosters and why does everybody, well, I guess I know why everybody laughs at it, but. Yeah, if anyone knows, do you know the PA box? Is it something to do with the beer? Is it something to do with penises? Please tell us. The beer? Foster's. Ah, of course. I thought there was a beer called Cox that I wasn't aware of. Oh, isn't, I think there is a beer called Cox. Really? Oh, what, C-O-X? Like the apples? Or maybe C-O-Q? Oh, Tom, I don't That sounds very French. Ah, uh, very French. Oh, look, that... Yes? That raven's lost quite a lot of the hair on its head. Is it a raven or is it a blackbird? Blackbird singing... A Learn to fly. Beautiful from Tom. Beautiful. It's like Paul McCartney's right here. It's like he's right here in the park with us in Cockfosters. It's like Paul McCartney's here in Cockfosters. What what Paul McCartney does on a day-to-day basis. Do you ever wonder? Yeah, I yeah, I wonder. So he's probably got a really nice house. I would hope so. Um Some nice several things. really nice houses. Yeah. And Nice kitchen appliances. Lovely appliances. I bet he's got one of those chunky hobs. I bet he has. Aye, aye. aye. <laughs> Can we say that about a national treasure? Yeah. But do you know what I mean? There's been a real vogue for those chunky gas hobs. Yeah. Yeah. My mum said it the other day. She said, why have we got our spindly gas hob on the television? They've got chunky ones. Well, listen, if your mum's saying it. If my mum's saying it, it's the new thing. Listen to me. I'm telling you. Listen to Tom's mum. And my mum loved Paul McCartney as well, as a teenager. Well, there you go. Who was your mum's favourite Beatle, or did she not play for you? She wasn't really into the Beatles. She was into Mark Boland, so I grew up listening to a lot of T-Rex. I think your mum was younger than my mum. A little, I think. Please forgive me, Anne. I didn't mean to age you. I know you (laughs) listen to the podcast. Can we say your mum's name? Yeah, of course. (laughs) Um, And uh, so, I'm I'm sorry, Mark Boland I love. Yeah, Mark Boland. I like to boogie. I loved Boogie on a Saturday night. Absolutely. Do you know what got me into um, Mark Boland? Billy Elliot. Yes. Yeah, I think a lot of people say that. I love that film so much. It's really good. 
it changed. It came out when I didn't know what to do with my life. And I was in the upper sixth, year 13, as we called it. And I didn't know what to do. And then I went to see that film and it changed everything. Really? Yeah. How have we not discussed this in your origin story? Well, you know, of course, it is a multifacerous... Pardon? Multifacerous... Well, it's a complicated thing. Sure. But um, I think I was just like... And it wasn't overtly saying, like, anything about being gay. Yes. But... um, Although his little friend at the end... Yeah. He's gay, isn't he? He is gay. We don't find out whether... Billy is actually. Do no, we? we don't. No, but they do have that, like they kiss at that point, don't they? Yeah. And um, I remember suddenly going, "Oh, maybe it is all right." And again, it was one of those stories that was quite positive. Was very positive. Yeah, really positive. And I mean, I love anything that Julie Waters does. Yeah, I love She's that so scene. Great. I love that scene, and just the whole like they were just it was just interesting people, and it was like just very hopeful. Yeah. Really, really hopeful. Although a friend of mine did say, who remembers the minor strike, she said, the minor strike wasn't quite as it was represented because in the background, there's Christmas lights on. And she said, we didn't have, we couldn't have Christmas tree lights. We couldn't have Christmas lights on because we couldn't, we couldn't afford it. I think so, yeah. So that's a bit. Okay, well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how important that is to the, to the sure, narrative arc. Sure, for the Elliot. arc, for the arc, it's and not And also for, for how much the film moved us. Did it move you then? Yeah. In what way? Oh, just that he wanted to dance and that his dad thought that he was a... Did his dad call, did his dad call him a puff at one point? Maybe. It just goes, ballet. Yes. Ballet. Yeah. So I just sort of... I don't know. I just, I guess, someone outside... Someone out of the ordinary. Someone... In, like, yeah, I just loved it. I felt like it was for me. I met the screenwriter... Willie Hall! He wrote a play called Spoonface Steinberg that I really I liked. I remember my friend... Rebecca Knight doing a version of that. For National Youth? I met her through National Youth Theatre and she did it in Camden once, just on her own. Yeah, it's a really good play. Sad. It's a one woman show, isn't it? It's sad. Really sad. Anyway, Billy Elliot's great. Lee Hall, screenplay by. Are you alright? Screen? Are you tired? Maybe, yeah. How much are you sleeping? Six and a half to seven, which isn't enough for me these days. I need nine men. Nine mins. Min, min, mins, minutes, yeah, nine minutes of sleep. And then you're fine, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ready for the next round. Uh, Lee Hall, I met once at a gig in Edinburgh and I said, I need to tell you, I, it was because of watching your film, Billy Elliot, that it changed the direction of my life and now I'm a stand-up and I just need to let you know that I, I, I owe so much to you. And he was really grateful and Oh, moved. that's so nice. And I went up there and I had probably one of the worst gigs I've ever had. Oh, no! <laughs> and he was probably watching it thinking, God, I wish I didn't give him all that confidence. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. What an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Um, no, he was a very nice man, though. Very nice man. What was the most seminal film you ever watched, Susie? Um... I don't know. I think there were so many things that I loved, so many musicals that I loved, which I think rather than realising anything sort of about myself, it was more about what I wanted to do with my life. So like... Hang out with gays. Hang out with gays. Hang out, be in a chorus line with a bunch of gays. <laughs> no, sorry, I cut you off. What were we going No, to that is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, things like I was obsessed by like Grease, Dirty Dancing, which I know isn't a musical, but... Lovely dancing. Yeah, it's funny it's not a musical. In my mind, I think of it that it is somehow. It's not. Um, although I think there was a musical version of it on the stage. Yes. 
but I just, yeah, I just, there was just so much I loved, just any kind of, any kind of musical I just bloody loved. Sound of Music, Mary Poppins. Oh, yeah. Annie, Oliver. Oh, yeah. Um, Greece isn't often talked about as how great it is. Greece is brilliant. All those, like, beauty school dropout, that, that was my favourite scene. It's brilliant. What's your favourite song in Greece? Um... Probably we go together like I think we talked about Greece on the last podcast about how old everybody was. About oh, Stockard yes. Channing. Channing Tatum, who I insist on calling Stockard Channing. Of course. Um, yeah, she is old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're getting bitchier in your old age. And I, let me tell you, I am here for it. it. Uh, I'm, I'm here for it. Getting, I didn't think that was a bitchy thing to say. Surely she's proud of it. It's, growing old is a privilege. Growing old is a privilege. Stockard, whatever your name is. Channing Tatum. Stockard Channing Tatum. It's a privilege. Um, I loved. What was her name? Beautiful School Dropout. No great. Frenchie. Frenchie. She was my favourite. She was great. They were all brilliant. I loved it. What was your favourite song? Beautiful School Dropout. Beautiful School Dropout. It was good. I loved that one. And I loved... Um, what are the other... There's a couple of camper ones in there, isn't there? Um, hopelessly Devoted to You. Yeah, that is camp. And the one where he's sitting on... the Sand, baby. Huge impression. That's a good John Travolta impression. And while he's singing, there's like the advert for like to go and get hot dogs and stuff on the screen behind him. And they're like hopping about the hot dogs. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think I do. I mean, I've seen it so many times. And I mean, I also know that we sort of told this story on the podcast that I didn't know how Grease started, that my granddad filmed it for me. I know, I know, I know. I can see you listening going, we've already heard this, Suze. But listen, what, what, is, like, what is friendship if not two people meeting up and talking about the same repeating things? For, repeating their stories. Or slagging off the same people. Look. Which we what, can't record. You should hear. These records actually go on for four hours. The bits we put out are the only usable bits. <laughs> Our poor producer, Joel, he's got to cut out so much stuff. It's libel. Joel, Joel is there with a lawyer. <laughs> you would not believe how expensive this podcast, this podcast is. This podcast costs us literally thousands and the payouts we have to make. But, um, yeah, I... What was I going to say about Grease? I really like it. Uh, what, no, what did you just say about Grease? Oh, Wincy at 90s. Oh, the burgers in the diner. Yeah. And they come out, did they come out on roller skates? Yes. Um, I can t- I've always been able to sort of taste those burgers. I've always had a fantasy about those burgers. About how good they'd be. Yeah. Yeah, an American burger, lovely. Yeah, it's such a thing, isn't it? Yeah. I think I really romanticised being American. Oh, didn't we all? Don't didn't you think? we all? Like yeah. now I'm like... Thank God I'm not in America. <laughs> not because of Americans, but because of what's going on there on a political landscape. But yeah. I just I, I thought the, the idea of living in New York was once just the height of sophistication. And I just thought that would be the most wonderful thing. I'd feel like Carrie Bradshaw. It'd be very exciting. Yes. And now I'm like, I don't I'm, think I'll ever live I'm, there. I'm not sure. If, yeah, I'm not sure if it is quite like that all the time. Um, do you think there was a time when it was? Or do you think that's just what TV does? I think there is. I think... I don't know if you find this with places like New York. There's a romanticism that I always get swept up in, which mm. I enjoy, and I I I like it in any context. I like being a uh, an outsider. I like being a newbie right, in a city. Okay. So because I guess because it means I can reinvent myself. Um, new hats, new hats. I'm somebody who wears hats now. New wig. <laughs> new wig. I wear wigs now. <laughs> All of those sorts of things. So yeah, yeah. Glasses. Maybe I'd have glasses if I lived in America. I'd be. You look very handsome with glasses. Thank you for that. Thank what a shame you've got 2020 vision. I am furious about it, let me tell you. <laughs> um, do you think people feel like that about London? I guess so. I think they do. My friend from New York, 
when she comes, Lily. she loves Lily. Who we love. Oh, of course, Lily from New York. Who we love. From New York. Um, and whenever she, she's had a long-term romanticism about London, you know, yeah. and she came over in the eighties and really. Oh, sorry, we are underneath a zip line. Did we mention that? <laughs> We didn't mention that. It sounds like, who are these people in the background just screaming, whimpering in a joyful way? So just that, you know, yeah, we're opposite a go ape, which is a, a, zip, which is a zip wire, um, day, a, tree, a zip wire treetop extravaganza. It looks so much fun. Yeah, we haven't done it. Why? This is exactly the sort of thing I should be doing with my life. But yeah, I go, no, you're not the sort of person who goes to go ape, Tom. This is what I mean about if I went to New York, I could be somebody who goes on zip lines. Tom, you can just go on zip lines. Now I know that. But it's like when I'm in London, I feel like I need to ask permission for everything all the time. Like, I don't know, eating um, vegetarian sushi. I'd never do that in London, but maybe if I moved to New York, I would. Why not? I don't know. Tom, I think you worry about too much. I know. That's it. Overthinking. Overthinking everything. Thinking's the enemy. I mean, um, some thinking is good, I think. You've got to think sometimes before crossing a road. That's what carry on, yeah. By the way, I'm wearing vegan shoes. Oh, my God, Tom. I bought them in Marks and Spencers a year ago. They're very nice. We should all support Marks and Spencers, otherwise it won't be there anymore. There's my <laughs> campaign. There. I don't like to get political on this podcast, but... But then there won't be a Peruna, there won't be a Blue Harbour. And then you'll be sorry. What are you going to get? Where are you going to get your lumberjack shirts from then? Christmas? Where are you going to get your dad's Christmas present from? I mean... Literally. Yeah, that's all I get. Lovely chinos, lovely holdalls. Not always leather. Good to know. I wish the suits fit me better. We've got a lot of wishes, Tom. What else do you wish? Shirts, wash up, lovely. Um, <laughs> I wish that... Um, do it, Just generally. Yeah, sure. I keep having dreams that I can fly. Do you? Yeah. What, what, that, that must mean something. That yeah. you're seeking freedom, which makes sense because you're living at your parents. Maybe, maybe. Where do you fly? Just a bit off the ground. So are you hovering or flying? Sort of hovering. Yeah. But if I do, if I kind of, if I I'm get. I'm not sure mo- what hovering means. Hoovering. Ah, you're hoovering, <laughs> of course, of course. In America, they don't say hovering; they say hovering. Hovering. Yeah. What with a U? Yeah. I don't like that. No, you see, you wouldn't like it. Like color with a U. Without a U, rather. I was going to say. Jesus. I'm dyslexic. Why am I trying to get involved in spelling? Well, I, I mean, I, I was just saying it as a pronunciation thing. Anyway. Anyway. If you could go anywhere. Because we said earlier, we can, go to a, we can go to a theme park if we want. We should go to a theme park. Do you like them? Yeah, I love them. Do you, which is your favourite? Well, I went to Euro Disney and that was an awful lot of fun. But I haven't been to any of the ones in the UK for ages. No, we know but that. we could go. Because what I forgot. We could just go on like a Tuesday or something. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Because what I um, too often forget is that actually you, you, you can do it, you can do what you like now because you're an adult. Yeah, you are grown up. You're not nine anymore. I'm not nine. Whereas I'm like, I would go to Chessington World of Adventures every day, which is probably the sort of thing I said when I was nine. And my parents like, well, you can't because you're nine. But no, yeah. you could. I could. I think that, do you think you could brain damage if you went on rides every day? There's coaster heads, don't. No, that's true. I would worry that my brain is like sort of rattling around in my head. I mean, I don't think it's that much smaller than my skull. I'm not sure, I, if I I'm think honest. It, I hope, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it fits. Okay, thanks for saying that, I think Tom. you'd know about it if it didn't. Yeah, okay. I think okay. you'd feel a general rattling before then. I'm always generally rattled. That's true. Susie Rattle. Oh, my God. Do you know I was an answer on University Challenge? Oh, my God. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. Go on. So I was, so... Tell the listeners. Friend of the show, Josh Whittacombe, 
different sent me so I received a message from him saying this is amazing so I opened up as a video and it was Paxman going oh for listeners uh, outside the UK university challenges like the like brightest people from universities doing a quiz show against each other and it's it's so tough and the questions are so hard so Paxman goes okay now we're going on to the um, the Edinburgh Comedy Award who is this and it's a picture of Bridget Christie and then people are going I don't know I don't know I don't know I don't know Susie something oh wow someone boops in and goes Susie Rufel and then and then they're like no Bridget Christie the next one and it's Hannah Gadsby no one knows which is outrageous that people don't know who Hannah Gadsby is because she's brilliant and then the third one is our friend Rose Matafeo. Oh. And then... Do they get her? No. Someone says, Deborah Meadon? <laughs> <laughs> is it Deborah Meadon? <laughs> <laughs> I've got the clip. I'll show it for you later. Oh, I'd love to see that. What was the, what was the university? Do we know? No, but I'll find out. And I'll write to them. Yeah, do. And say it's Ruffle, not Ruffle. Nice, though. But friend of the show, Flo... Howard immediately sent me a message saying, you're an answer on university. You, you are. I was thinking I was, I was an answer. People were saying, you're an answer on university challenge. The thing was, I'm not an answer. I was an incorrect answer. I think that's better. Do you? Yeah, because they know you. That's true. Can't More argue with that. More than any of the other three. Well. And you and Deborah Meaden. <laughs> and Deborah Meaden are the only female comics going. <laughs> yeah. The only ones I've gone to see. Well. If you, you yeah. know, that's what I always say. If you can't get a ticket for my show, do make sure you support do, Deborah. Do pop in and see Deb. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a formidable show. She just she sits shouts down. at people. <laughs> yeah, you have to go in through a lift. Yeah, and then um, says, "But well, what are you? Well, what is this? What are you trying to do?" I actually, I've got a bit of a thing for her. Not like a sexy thing, but I would like sort of like her to tell me what to do with my life. Oh yeah, I would be scared that she would tell me what to do with my life. She would definitely tell me as well. She would. Yeah, hold back. she wouldn't hold back. But I'd like that. Yeah, actually, I would like that. She should do that. Maybe on what just what like what is that show like her, t- her giving comedians life advice? <laughs> yeah, do this. You should Deborah Median, give a median. Deborah Median gives comedians it's advice. Got, it's got a great ring to it. Deborah Median gives comedians good advice. I like Bingo. that. Okay, so you know we know we've got a few producers that listen to the show. Dear, dear producers. Dear, dear producers. You, th- like th- that's a pitch. Yeah. <laughs> do get in touch. You know our agent. We will. Ex- and also the PO box. And the PO box. We will expect a um, percentage of back end profits. Yes, and, and and just a chunk of money in the post before we start. Yes. In fact, Deborah Meaden is ironically going to be negotiating it. For <laughs> <us>. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be. So good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. Uh, she's she's going to she's got the cash actually by her chair. It's um, quite frightening, that Dragon's Den. Oh, yeah, it's really frightening, but I kind of love it. Mm, yeah. You know the guy that made, like, there was, like, some, there's, like, lots of famous people that they didn't go for. Oh. And one of them's the guy that makes those trucky... They called, oh, did they not go for him? They, they didn't go Whenever for that, I don't in think. Airport. Yeah, and so it's um, the the suitcases, but they look like characters and kids can sit yeah, on them. It's a great them. idea. But I don't think they went for it. But he then, he's, he must be, like, a... And also, when you think about it, products like that it's just vac formed plastic isn't it so yeah how right much, it can't have been that expensive to make no and I bet they sell them for loads, loads. you know it um, 
So, Tom, we've got one more thing to talk about on this week's show. What's that? Um, oh, by the way, I was once a clue on a uh, TV quick word search, just to put that out there. Oh, my God. What was, yeah. the, what was the clue? Tom? It's a picture of my face. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I would have got that immediately. It wasn't, very good, it wasn't, very ang- I wasn't a great one for my chin. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, Tom. I yeah, am I sorry. I to throw my two pins away. Um, you know, I-, I want you to tell the story about who you met at the Chiswick gig last week. Oh, Susie. Oh, my God. So, I was so surprised to receive this text message. <laughs> I, um, I was very excited. I did an outdoor alfresco gig sure. in Chiswick for Chiswick House, the Palladian mansion that uh, needs our support. And um, uh, it was outdoors. Everybody was on the floor. And anyways, being organized by this, these really great guys. Um, and one of them came up and said, oh, you know my friend. And I was like... Oh yes, who's that? Um, and he said Susie Ruffle, and I was like, Oh, Susie Rattle, um, <laughs> Susie Ruffle, Susie Ruffle, you're the challenge answer, Susie Ruffle, um, and um, and they and he said, Yeah, I actually uh, went out with her. I think I was uh, Susie's only ever boyfriend, and I was like, What? There'd <laughs> been a table in front of me, thrown it up in the air. So but of course, I, I then received a text message saying, I'm hanging out with your ex-boyfriend, and then you immediately knew who he was. He's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy. I mean, I had a handful of boyfriends, but well, Brett was... Well, I bet you did. But Brett was a boyfriend when I was maybe like 14, 15, and he's an unbelievably nice boy. And um, he was very fond of you. A very... No, he seemed like a very nice guy. He said, I said, do you keep in touch? Which is my way of going, did it end well? <laughs> yeah. And we don't, but I mean, I would ha- if I saw him, I would happily have a chat to him. He's, in, he's a lovely oh, he boy. He said you did keep in touch, but that you haven't texted for a while. <laughs> <laughs> She's changed. I've changed. She's changed I've changed, Challenge. and I've also changed my number. Um, she's called Deborah Meaden. And now I'm going by Debs. <laughs> but that was a nice, uh, a nice. Well, I thought a nice, it was a nice, nice to see him. Apart. Yeah, it was nice of me to see him. Yeah, yeah he was into judo. We, he was like, but so when I say sexy. into judo, he was sort of doing it for Great Britain under uh, 21. So he was really good. He was into judo. Oh, um, <laughs> whoever Jude was. Um, and the, see, his sister, I went to Amdram with his sister, you see. Oh, that's, that's lovely. So he did judo for, for GB? For GB, for Team GB. Because I once did a judo, I once went to my friend's judo party and I got um, got that thing where they sweep out your leg. Yeah, that's And then I tough. fell over backwards and I was I couldn't breathe. You were winded. I was winded. But yeah. whenever I told anybody, they didn't believe me. But yeah. now I think I'd be like, I'd be sort of probably sent to a Steiner school. <laughs> One more thing before we go. Mm. Do you know what I'm very excited for? What? Nicola Adams, talking of Team Chibi, Nicola Adams on Strictly, first same-sex pairing. That is so fun. That is so great. And And I'm so excited to support her. I think she's brilliant. Yeah, it's so brilliant. And it's such a positive uh, message to be sending out. Um, Of course, there's going to be some complaints. (laughs) Do you think there will? Yeah, I I think so. Especially given there were complaints on Britain's Got Talent because diversity did... A, a dance about the Black Lives Matters movement, and oh, sort of did it, and it was and it was fantastic. It was so brilliant, I and I mean they're literally called diversity guys. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And it was so brilliant. I think that Ashley Banjo guy is just so clever. Oh, he's and brilliant. then they had so many complaints because people are fucking pigs. Um, <laughs> sorry. Well, <laughs> it I is mean, true though. Yeah, who were yeah who were those people? Who were those people? Yeah. Also, similarly, who's watching Strictly and who's a fan of Strictly and is like, well, I do not tune into Strictly for anything gay. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like they're all wearing sequins. spandex sequins yeah. and, and doing a men, cha-cha-cha. The men dress very camp. There, we said it. 
And like really like silky fabrics across the bum, a flare. Silky flares across the bum is was the actual working title of that programme. It wasn't about the working when, title of your book. And also of my book. <laughs> <laughs> and also the name of my uh, car. But the um the I was going to say, um, how is it going to... I'm interested to know how is it going to work with ballroom, with same... How does it work with same-sex couples? Do well, we know? I don't think... I don't think it's going to be a massive difference. I don't think it's going to be a massive... But no, what no. about leading in that? Well, what I think that? that... I think that the female has... The female partners have been leading the male partners for years anyway. Have they? Yeah, because men, men that can't dance can't lead. <laughs> it just looks like they are. Oh, I see. And then I think that if you look back at stuff like Charleston, yes, that's true. Isn't it? And if you look at tangos, that was traditionally yes. a dance that two men would dance together. It's it's very normal for people of the same. Tango was oh really? Sorry, yeah, they're, they're, I don't know if traditionally, but there's certainly like pictures from the twenties of men wow, dancing just, the tango together in Italy. Everybody's just looking at the legs. Well, that's the thing. They get they wrap around a chair leg like nobody's business. Um, the that's interesting. I'd never thought of that, and it's such a thing, isn't it? Where people are always like, but who's going to lead? Who's going to lead? Yeah, I think it's, it's not... ridiculous. Well, listen, we're totally Team G. I would have... Team, team, not Team G. We're both Team Nicola here on oh, Island of Friends. Oh my God, so behind her. Before we go, we please let us remind you that Tom's book <gasps> is available for pre-order. Yes, it's available, it's available for pre-order right now on all my social medias on the biog bit. Um, I am very excited to see the first printed editions coming out very soon. Uh, it'll be available from the 12th of November. I can't wait to read it. And uh, just to remind you, my podcast new out. Series. There's a new series happening. There's already episodes out with Alan Carr, yes. with Mae Martin, yes. and with Emma Nike. Next week, it's going brilliant. to be the brilliant Travis Alabanza. Oh, wow. Uh, so, so listen to that, and we'll see you next week. See okay. you next week. Bye. Bye now. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-b